Hey guys, welcome into episode one of the Dad Verb podcast, where we chat about parenting from the lens of a dad. My name is Andrew, and I am joined by my friend Ben Mackenzie Brown. How you doing, Ben? Good, good, Andrew. How are you? Doing well, doing well. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting about three main things here. So we're going to chat about uh, Nerf guns, laser tag, yes or no. Uh, talking about boys and football. Should you let your boys play football? We're going to answer the golden question, why do dads take so long to poop? That's a, deep, um, that's a deep topic. Do we really want to let people in on the secret? Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull the curtain back. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna okay. let it all hang. All right, so. all right. Might be some angry dads out there. Oh man, but let's just start with uh, a little intro. This is our first episode. Let's get people. Let's, let's let people know who we are. So I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you kick it off, man. Let's uh, explain me who you are. Yeah. Um, so my name is Ben. I'm a father of one soon to be two kids, a boy and a girl. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Thank you. Got a couple more weeks before our lives change completely again. Super, super excited about it. Very, yeah, very grateful crazy. to have the opportunity to have another kid. Um, but, uh, inside of being a dad, like I said, I'm about to have two kids, uh, got started in the dad content creation sphere. Um, with our first child, with our son, because uh, one of the big things I was finding was when I was out looking on the internet, I was finding all these things that were marketed to moms, all these things that talked about moms and the mom experience and what it was like to be a mom, mm. and not a lot of content about what it was like to, in the realities of, of being a dad, um, especially from the perspective of like really engaged fathers. Um, you know, dads weren't really getting involved in looking at baby gear. I wanted to know how other dads saw strollers and bassinets and, and really dealt with all of these, um, all these decisions on where to spend your money and, and what was the best option out there. Um, so that's when I actually stumbled across your channel, Andrew. Um, so huge inspiration there for me to get started in that game. Uh, you and the guys from Fathercraft and the guys from all these, you know, kind of small channels that have really built up this community around being dads. Um, outside of that, uh, I'm just a regular guy. I work a nine to five, so I'm really kind of a part-time content creator because it's something that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, outside of, uh, the content creation, I do, uh, run a small business doing, um, uh, photography and videography for small to medium sized businesses, kind of artisanal companies, which is pretty exciting. It's nice to work with some, some crafts people out there. Um, and that's been parlayed into working with some larger brands in the, in the parenting space. So that's been super exciting. And now we have this new opportunity to, uh, continue the conversation about fatherhood in a really kind of real and raw way, which I think is really exciting because there's not enough voices of dads out there. Um, we have a great opportunity to to bring that to the market. 100%. And yeah, a little bit about me. So I, I started a YouTube channel called Dadverb, if you're not already familiar. And um, I, I did this back in 2017 for the exact same reasons that Ben mentioned. I saw a bunch of content geared toward moms who were just, you know, sitting along the bedside and they would kind of, you know, I'm there to understand a review about the Upper Baby Vista stroller and uh, they would kind of sit there and, and they would talk and ramble and, and, and go on. And then about 11 minutes into the video, then they would really start talking about the stroller. And I was just like, man, I, you know, when they got to the point, there was good value there, but I, I was like, I want someone who speaks a little bit more my language and there was no one doing it. Uh, so I just went and picked up the camera, started, started going for it. And little by little over time, guys started to um, pop up and, and uh, you know, this this new niche of, of dad creators started to emerge. And um, yeah, guys like um, Fathercraft and and uh, Glenn Henry over at uh, Belief in Fatherhood. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he is fun. He's a great He's channel. Great really blown channel. up. So really good guy too. Uh, and yeah, it's just been really cool to see um, just a, a new breed of dads. Uh, join the game. So, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I, I, I too am a uh, kind of in in the creative world. I started off in uh, marketing, advertising, and then uh, migrated to uh, just being on on editorial teams, and then started Dadverb, and then now now I'm doing it full time. But like, it's always just that like I'm on the cusp of like, do I do I need a, nor a normal nine to five again? <laughs> like, do I need to like put my resume out? Because like, you know. I'm not like make, I'm not rolling in it. You know, it's like, we're, we're like fine, but I'm, so I don't know. Yeah. So it's full time at the moment. We'll see, we'll see what happens. So yeah. 
Um, it is, it's, it's awesome to see you going out there and, and making something of this though, because I think there's, there's so many dads that find value in this kind of content. And then that's, sure. that's what excited me about being able to get to join you in the conversation and, and making that's, that's why I make the content that I make. Right. I kind of shifted from, um, you know, kind of tried vlogging for a little while and like that was okay. But you know, that's, those stories are really hard to tell huge respect to people that vlog like daily and, and make that work and build their audience that way. Incredibly challenging to do that type of content creation. It's a lot, um, yeah. but like really, really where I found value and where I hope a lot of people in your audience and in our audiences find value is getting that dad's perspective, especially on baby gear, because I feel like, you know, ergonomically, physically, like we use things differently. There's different considerations. I don't always yep. consider like the weight of a stroller, right? Like I want to know how heavy it is, if it's a tank or not, but For sure. I don't necessarily, that's not like the first thing in my mind is how heavy is this thing? 100%. Um, you know, and there's different, just how I use things, you know, my geometry when I use a stroller is going to be different than how my, my wife uses it. Um, so I think it's really important to get that, get that conversation out there. Oh yeah, 100%. Just off the top of my head, like one example of that like is a product that I reviewed. It's massively popular. It's called a Duna stroller, which is like this hybrid car seat stroller. And while I love it and stuff and a lot of moms like we have to have it in our registry and like one disclaimer is that like listen, if you're 6'3", you know, <laughs> this thing sucks. Like yeah. <laughs> like you're going to be hunched and you're going to hate pushing this thing. So yeah, and um you know, a lot of moms don't ever have to worry about it. A lot of guys out there who are like, you know, I'm also pushing a stroller. Uh, this is uncomfortable mm -hmm. to push. So <laughs> Lots well, of I, don't, to be I don't have to worry about that. I'm a, I'm a short King over here holding down, <laughs> holding down the five, the five ten army. You five ten? See, I yeah. so I'm five eleven. I'm five ten on wife, a good day. So I, I know I'm five eleven, but my wife is just like, you're, you're, you're five. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm five eleven. <laughs> we went to the doctor and got measured. I am, but it's just such an awkward thing. It's either, it's either you're five ten or you're six. There's no five eleven. Yeah, but I am. No, no, no. There's no. It's all I ever wanted to be was like six feet tall, and I just never, Gosh. never quite got there. <laughs> uh, real quick, you told me last week you were sick. How you feeling? Good, good. We. Uh, so anybody with a kid in daycare knows exactly how this goes. Basically. Yep. Daycare is just an absolute petri dish, right? Kids are Dude. always touching toys. Somebody's kid is always boogery. Every time you walk in there, you can tell the kid that's going to get all the other kids sick because their their yeah. nose is running. Dude, their nose is everything. running. They're coughing. Like, why? Why bring them? But Gosh. it's just like you know, it's like, what are you going to do? You know, you kind of know they're going to get sick. And uh, last weekend we had <laughs> we had a stomach virus run through our house. Mm. So my son got it. You know he it's got nice. sick in the middle of the night. You know changed him in the middle of the night. He had you know thrown up in his bed. It was it was rough. I'm and sorry, so man. kept him home from school. Yeah. Got through like a couple days and was like, okay, well I didn't get it. My wife didn't get it. He was on the mend. He kind of just got a cold immediately afterwards. I was like, all right, I think we're good. So yeah. my wife and I planned date night, which is like, that's a huge deal. Even just the one Dude. kid to be able to like, okay, we're going to leave him off with grandma. We're going to go to a nice dinner and just like have a good time. Dude. Yeah. We get there, we have our dinner. Everything's going great. Like have this really nice, very pricey dinner, <laughs> get home <laughs> and go to bed. And right around like one o'clock in the morning, I just, my oh. eyes snap open and I was just like, I knew it was coming. I was like, no. I'm not going to survive this. Yeah, I'm not going to survive this. Worst. And it was like just back and forth between like sitting with my head down in the shower and hunched Gosh. over a toilet for like four hours. Dude, um, it, oh, man. It, just, it, was, it was rough, but my, my wife got through it unscathed, which I'm very Good. happy about with the baby on the way. Like she managed not to get it, which was fantastic. But yeah, that it ran through our house. It ran through all the classes, all the teachers, everybody. Dude, that oh gosh, man, bugs like that too. They they spread so fast. And it's one thing to be sick; it's another thing to be sick. That one to four a.m. sick is particularly oh. potent. Though th th yeah. those <laughs> those wake up sicks are oh yeah. man, it's rough. Yeah, uh, my my daughter, uh, we've um, we've got three, right? So we've got an eight month old baby, mm -hmm. a three year old, and then a, a five year old. Our eight month old, no, our three year old brought some sort of cold home from school. It wasn't COVID, wasn't RSV. Uh, luckily, it just generic bug uh something yep. uh daughter got it uh well actually 
before he brought it home this week, she was getting over another cold. So last Sunday, she was like on the tail end. She was good. Constant cycle. Two days of health. And Mm -hmm. then Colin comes home coughing. uh, And then uh, our daughter's name is Sienna. We call her Cece. He's up in her face. Cece bug. Hi, Cece bug. (coughs) I'm like, son of a. (laughs) She is. That's it. That's it. She just got sick right there. Uh, A day later, poor girl, running nose, all that. Uh, and then I got it. Um, so last week was just basically all sick except for uh, Henry, uh, our oldest, and my wife Katie. They were good, um, but yeah, for me, I we just uh, we just had to tough it out. So and here's the, it's it's one thing when your kids are sick, it's you know it's a different breed of difficulty. It's hard, but it's when you're sick. And the demand of being a parent is still yeah. there. You still have yep. to do the grind, the routine. And like, I, you know, and I feel guilty. I, I don't want my wife to just shoulder the whole thing. I got to do something. I got I got to stay, you know, somewhat productive. But <laughs> you, you can't, can't go total man muscle. flu and just like not nah. do anything. And here's the thing. I, I'll, I'll admit it. Like I, I'm an absolute baby. I when it comes to the cold, like it hurts me. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it's like I'm in pain. <laughs> I am. Feel bad like, for I me. am. I it, I like I shut down. Like I just shut down. My wife's just like you are, and like no, I I am. So uh, yeah, but it's it's hard. It's hard when you are sick with kids. That's yeah. It, there are a lot of tough aspects of parenting. <laughs> One of the toughest is having to do all of the things when you are down and out. When you have full on man cold. Him for last. I remember last year when we um we we all got COVID at Christmas like the whole we all three of us like my son brought it home from daycare we my wife and I both got it Mm. that was like the hardest part was that it and we're thankful because it only affected him for a few days he had kind of a rough cough a little bit of a fever Mm -hmm. and then he was back to normal I mean within like two or three days running around the house very excited it knocked my wife and I out. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't stay awake. So we were literally Dude. watching our kid in shifts. So like she would take a nap on the couch and I would take a shift for a couple hours and then I would get exhausted and then she would take a shift for a couple hours. And that was that's the same thing, right? It's just like yeah, man. being sick and still having to parent is one of the most challenging things about having kids because like you still kind of have to be on like they still need to eat they still need to be changed they still need all the basic yeah you know care essentials you gotta you just gotta get through it and they don't care they're just like i don't care if you're sick or not like listen i want bluey you turn on the specific episode of bluey that i want Turn on this thing i want i want shadow land episode of bluey okay and then there and you gotta find it i don't care so and oh that is is a good one that that's that's legit. That one's bomb. Uh, <laughs> Blue is a good show, man. I uh, I feel like we came into a parenting age where there's there's good content. I'm glad that we got to skip the uh, the Caillou era. Apparently, Caillou was one of the most oh. annoying kid characters in the history of television. And I don't know mm-hmm. it because I never got to watch it. But <laughs> like never my cousin had, had kids, my cousin had kids during the Caillou era, and they were like, "Dude, this guy, this kid sucks." So <laughs> I avoid co- I avoid Coco Melon like the plague. Dude, Coco I Melon. Refuse, it, oh, I refuse gosh. to listen to Coco Dude. Melon in my house. That's Dude, like we, our we, one big agreement. It's it's uh, it because like it entertain. It does a good job of entertaining kids, uh, but man, it's just repeat and repeat, mm-hmm. and it's ju- it just kills you. It just it just takes it eats out of your soul. My uh, my <laughs> when we had our, our oldest. It wasn't uh, Coco Melon wasn't a thing at that point. It was little baby bum. That was like the that was like the OG back in like twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, little it and the, it was like little baby bum. Yeah, it was. It's like similar basic animation that like mm-hmm. you know some kid in high school like learned how to animate and then they you know that's what came out. Uh, that's yep. what rendered uh, and just really basic nursery rhymes. Coco Melon was just a, a, the next iteration of that, but like it blew up and like you see it at Target. It was like just crazy how 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 big that brand is. Um, but it's it's a soul sucking endeavor. <laughs> that, yeah, that. can't do it. I refuse. Bluey, uh, Bluey, we can really get into. Um, Bluey's good. He's really into this show called Tots right now on Disney. Yeah. Um, the the tiny ones one? transport service. So it's about is like, that the one they, where it's like the storks they, or something? No. Yeah, the, it? yeah, it is. Yeah, so they deliver all these different kinds of babies to their parents. Like that's that, the whole yeah. premise of the show. So yeah, that's his yeah, yeah. like it's his obsession right now. That and he's starting to get into like Pixar movies, but that one's a little annoying. But it's nothing compared to Coco Melon. We we I, refuse to watch it. 
I've seen the Tots ones. That's definitely tolerable. One that started off really good was um, it's called PJ Masks. Mm-hmm. But one of those kids got really whiny. The, the the one wearing green, his name's Gecko. Dude, don't <laughs> your kid. Then and then you start like seeing in 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 our kids at least like they you know they mimic they they act the mm-hmm. way they see on TV and there's subtle changes and you can like tell I'm like dude that came from that freaking show like I know yeah. it did and <laughs> yeah we're not watching this anymore uh, yeah exactly anymore. So I'm like oh man. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's dive into our question box, right? We got three questions yeah. that we're going to be tackling each episode. Uh, first question for you, man. You've got a young man. You've got a young boy. As he gets older, question for you: Would you let your son play football? So, this is something my wife and I have talked about, not at length, but a, a little bit. So, um, I played. Some sports growing up, I wasn't a huge sports kid. Um, I spent a lot of time like outside riding bikes in the woods, um, played soccer for a while, ran track and field, um, went to a really, really small school. So like everybody was on the football team and it just yeah. wasn't my thing. Um, but I, I look at it and I think there's, there's the way I try to look at it is I think there's, there's tremendous value in competitive sports for Mm -hmm. kids, for all kids, like boys, girls. I think that competition and adversity and kind of facing adversity is incredibly important for kids, right? Because there's a lot of things they're going to do in their lives that are very easy that, you know, they're, they're going to get patted on the back for, for, for doing well, even maybe when they didn't do their best, right? That's just the world we live in. And I think the, the the idea of winning and losing and and facing things that are difficult and making it through them makes somebody more resilient. You have to face that challenge in order to build that resiliency, build that mental fortitude. Right. Now, the physical aspect of it, though, is, you know, you read a lot about head injuries and just physical injuries and kids that you know, depending on the football program can get just sort of chewed up and spit out, you know, kids are tearing ACLs in high school and and really getting some pretty serious injuries. And, you know, that can lead to all kinds of stuff down the road. Yes. Cardiac arrest is actually something that we're hearing uh, a lot about. Right. Right. Yeah. And and heat stroke. And it's, uh, you know, a lot of things beyond just like the actual physical breaking of a bone or, you know, straining of a muscle. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, but, it, but you kind of look at any sport, right? And it's any yeah. physical sport is inherently dangerous. Like you can get hurt no matter what. They're developing bodies. You're putting them under a lot of stress. Um, you know, and, and football, while it does have the danger of head injuries, you know, soccer has a lot of head injuries. Lacrosse Dude. has a lot of head injuries. And um, that's the you know, thing. it's just the, something that's possible. Well, the, well on that note, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you keep going in a second, but, uh, you know, the question is, you know, relevant to football because you know we've we've seen, uh, you know, movies like Concussion. We we hear so much about CTE mm-hmm. and you know the effect on brains on uh, the effect of big hits on young brains. You know that's that's a thing. But uh, what often goes overlooked is that statistically, at least, it like I don't know if it, if it's in men's sports, but I know statistically in in female high school sports, like the highest rate of concussions is from soccer. Uh, yeah. For uh, obviously, you've got headers, but there are a lot of impacts that affect the head. In soccer, which you don't often think about, but soccer is just as dangerous, if not more so. Yeah. Uh, but well, I mean, I played football, indoor though. soccer growing up too, and um, yeah. you know, we played on turf, which was just turf over concrete, and you had a lot of kids getting head injuries there just from, you know, you're uncoordinated, you trip and fall and smash your head on the turf, and and yeah. and you're you know you got a concussion. Um, but yeah, going back to to playing football, I think whatever the sport is that they choose, if they're in competition, they at least need an opportunity to try. Um, So for me, I think I would be okay with it. He at two already seems interested in football. He's already pretty coordinated and fairly athletic. Um, So I think the chances are pretty high that he's going to want to play football, soccer, baseball, some kind of competitive sport. Um, And I don't think as parents that we are really meant to discourage that because of the fears of what might happen, because there's just a just as high a chance of it not happening and everything being fine as it is for them to get hurt. And at the end of the day, either way, they're going to learn something from it. And I think that's the most important thing. 100%. Uh, so, so my take on that is, you know, I, I agree with a lot of the 
um, aspects of, of football or of sports when it comes, you know, beyond the physical, you know, the, the being able to get through adversity, being able to, uh, improve, uh, and, and see that physical improvement, uh, and, and just being able to overcome a lot of things that, you know, that comes with sports of, of, of getting through barriers and, and, and challenges. Um, but when it comes to the question of like, would you let your son play football? Listen, if he wants to play football, I'm, yeah, of course, yeah, I'm not going to discourage him from, mm-hmm. from playing football. Uh, if, if that's truly his passion, Right. But uh, if I had the opportunity to encourage other sports ahead of it, mm-hmm. uh, like like baseball, which right. uh, uh, bad take baseball is not a sport, because if you can eat during a sport, <laughs> it's not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, baseball is a sport. I'm just, it's not my favorite. Sport. I grew up I grew up more in the in the, in the world of basketball. So, uh, uh, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just the thing about um, the head injuries uh, and this is with soccer, too. It, it, it you you can come back from a physical injury if for the most part right uh you, yeah. you you break a leg you hurt your knee you know that the, those are things that you can recover from when you are in you when you have head injuries that starts to impact more than just your physical that becomes uh an issue with you know it can lead to, you know, memory problems, behavioral right. things. It starts changing your sense of self. And that's where I think a lot of the concern where a lot of parents that I hear from are, are you know, are just, oh, I would never let my kid play football, uh, which which I get. And, and that's kind of the camp that I'm in. So, you know, what if my son, who happens to have a deep passion for the, for the game of football, which is crazy, like it's all he actually yeah. wants to play, um, if if that's what he wants, that's what he wants. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shut that down. Um, but you know, I'm I am cautious of it, and I want him to see it. And I he he watched Demar Hamlin uh, go down uh, with his cardiac yeah. arrest. He watched it, and he was like, "What's happening?" I was like, "Henry, this is something that's like never happened. They've like never stopped a game like this." I don't, yeah. Like, the, it, it's fun to see it. He loves like seeing the helmets and the colors and the fanfare. Yeah. But I was like, the other this is the other side of it of of that. knowing that there's you know there's there is a potential for serious injury. Exactly, and for a five year old to see that, and he was like processing, he was like, what, like what am I seeing? I'm like, and I didn't, you know, it was really scary too, because like, did we just see someone like pass away? Uh, yeah. And you know, navigating that conversation, it, it was like really weird for me as a dad, just being like, okay, well, let's not let it get there. Maybe, maybe let's mm-hmm. direct this conversation more to like acknowledging that sport, while it is inherently fun and stuff, it's it's also a violent game. This one in particular. Yeah. So you know, we, we that's kind of what we talked about because you know he he really wanted to play f- flag football. We signed him up for flag football. It wasn't good enough because he off on different fields he would see the kids with the helmets and the the things. <laughs> And he, he was just like the whole, that, the whole that's deal. That's what I want. He wants yeah. the whole enchilada. He wants, and, what um, he, he wants what he sees on TV. Exactly. And uh, and really enjoys it. And for, for Christmas, we got him a Nintendo Switch. We got him, you know, just like, you know, expensive things. The, his most, the thing that he's used the most since Christmas is his Cowboys football helmet. We got for like 20 bucks off of Amazon. Won't take it off. <laughs> the thing is, uh, and, and uh, you know, I... I told you this off camera. He like when he wakes up in the morning, he legitimately it's oh my gosh. He uh, he doesn't want to watch like cartoons or anything like that. He's like, "Hey, can we turn on Sports Center? Or can we turn on like old games, old Cowboys games?" He's, he's a Cowboys fan. We're in Dallas. I, and I'm just like, "No." <laughs> like, "No." Uh, my, uh we we asked the boys yesterday uh it was yesterday. Uh I want to watch TV. Sure, we'll watch TV. What do you guys want to watch? And there's always a fight. Colin says he wants to watch um uh he wants to watch Bluey. Uh, and and Henry said, uh, "I want to watch the Fantasy Footballers, <laughs> which is a podcast that we listen to <laughs> uh, for about fantasy football." Oh, like the, the kid is for for a five year old, he's, he's got obsessed. a giant interest in football. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. But um, but I think you know you know it's it's exciting and it's scary, and that's that's I mean that's the balance with anything to do with parenting is like you're excited to see their interests, you're excited to to cultivate the things that that make them happy. Right. But ultimately, you're also trying to balance that with like your innate desire to keep them safe from safe. all things dangerous. Hundred um, percent, and that's that's the hardest thing is learning how to let go of certain things, learning how to let them explore, you know, in a in a free but sort of safe environment. And that's kind of you know when you get into sports, it's like 
you have no control. And I think that's the scariest thing is like, you have no control over their safety at that point. That's it's exactly. totally up to them learning how to control their body. It's up to the other kids learning how to control their bodies. And that's um, so the, that it's yeah. done in a safe manner or as safe as it can be. Yeah. 100%. And that's something that's hard because like you, you just can't control the way other kids yeah. uh, go about it. So, and, and, and I, I do want to know, like, we try to expose our kids to a wide range of interests, just everything. But somehow, Henry's just truly gravitated to sports. The kid loves sport, like the Olympics. I remember we uh, the, the Olympics were on a couple of years ago. He's like three years old, and we went to uh, our uh, my sister in law. They've got like a nice community pool with like lanes, and he mm-hmm. he gets on top and he's like, "Hey, Dad, do you want to play Olympics with me?" Because he had just watched. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the swimming and he gets up and, and he sets up like a like an Olympic diver. So like he just always gravitates towards sports. Uh, so, I mean, I don't see his interest in football waning anytime soon. But, you know, I'm low key going to be trying to encourage like golf, or, you know, something, <laughs> something Golf, like swimming. That. So we'll yeah. Yeah. You know, so maybe, yeah, maybe tennis, a little track and field, some tennis, you know, pickleball's a thing, you know, yeah. sports, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But, um, yeah, man, do you have anything else to add or do you want to jump to the next question? Oh, let's go ahead and jump to the next one. Next question. We're, we, all right. Listen, guys, we're going to, we're going to let you in on some secrets here. Okay. Boom. We are going to reveal what every mom wants to know, what every wife wants to know. What are you doing? Taking 20 minute poops. Be honest, Ben. How long are your poops, man? Uh, probably about that. 20, 20 to 30 <laughs> minutes. Basically when my, when my legs fall asleep is Yo, I know it's time to, to try to stand state? up. Yeah. When, when the, the leg, leg when the leg stage? goes numb. So, all right. So uh, yeah. we built a new house a couple years ago and you know, you have to upgrade to like the taller toilets, but with taller <laughs> toilets, they're also longer. And like, again, short King status, my legs aren't that long. Do you have so, the bidet attachment? Oh, one hundred percent. That is do? a that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. That is a we haven't. That is a life changer. That will fundamentally change your bathroom experience. You're gonna have to educate but, educate me on that. Yeah. But like, you know, I basically get to the point where like, if my leg starts to fall asleep, I know I've been in there too long. <laughs> but like, what, as far how as you... far as like what you're actually doing in there, mm. it's usually I'll I'll say the routine is this. Go in, pants down, phone out of pocket, right? Uh, uh. And usually it's like you start by, you know, scrolling a little Instagram, maybe throwing a little TikTok, maybe, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe touch base on Facebook, see how the aunts and uncles are doing, uh, catch, up on, catch up on the family vibes, you know, get, open a little <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. And then it's usually where I get lost is like I'm a, I'm a researcher. Like I, I have questions all the time. And it's ah. so easy to just look stuff up. You can Google anything at any time. <laughs> whatever stat you want to know, whatever information you want to know is somewhere on the internet. So you're just so reading. Like, while, right. So I'll just start looking stuff up. Oh, I wanted to know about this. I wanted to know, like, uh, like what's the average lifespan of a sea snail? Like, I don't know. So, oh, so is this like there's Wikipedia? There's a YouTube video about it. Oh no, I'm I'm in like YouTube rabbit oh, holes. YouTube. I'm I'm in like Google searches. Yeah, I'm I'm way into it. So, and then again, these are full. My videos. signal okay. is is, oh yeah, and my signal is is like when I can't feel my legs anymore, it's probably time to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I've uh, I've gone there. So see, okay, so you're you're more in the research mode. So for me, uh, I go you go you go pants around the ankle. Or you go one leg out. <laughs> uh, around the ankle. Although See, it's I go, dangerous because if you have to get up in a hurry, you might trip and hit your face. Yeah, so I, I try to get comfortable. I go one leg out. I want a wider stance. So, um, oh, you go wide so I go, stance. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit wider. No, I, I, yeah. For the most part, I go pants around the ankle. But sometimes, you know, if I want to get comfy. So my, my weapon of choice, though, is, is so I don't do social media. I I don't really. On occasion, I'll 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 you know scroll a little bit of Instagram, but lately it's been Marvel Snap. Have you played Marvel Snap? I have not played Marvel Snap. Dude, it is so fun. It's addicting. It's like the strategy card game. And uh I, I love strategy card games. Like I've got like I've got like Pokemon cards like right in front of me, dude. I, I love card <laughs> games. Uh, like literally. And, but it's like this kind of strategy card game, but like the matches go really fast. They're like two mm-hmm. minutes, three minutes. And I'll just play. And I'll just play and I'll play. And I'll just forget 
and then same thing the, the, the numb the, the the leg starts to tingle you know behind and then yep. uh and then i'm like oh it's my alarm i gotta go and yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what i know but, but it's like, the thing though kids are screaming and stuff but like there's just like this is this is non-negotiable it's your sanctuary like, it's like it the, it's like the it's the fortress of solitude. It's the bat cave. It's Truth. all those things. It's your because like so now that we have a two year old who can open all the doors in our house, including our front door, terrifying experience because he can unlock and open our front door now. So he just leaves the house sometimes. Oh, um, but he can he can <laughs> open scary. every. Well, so aesthetically, lever handles look beautiful in your home. Mm-hmm. Functionally. Kids have a very easy time opening lever handled doors. So like yeah, if you yeah. want to go to the bathroom in peace, you have to lock the door. So then you get to a point where like you lock yourself in there. And of course, at some point my two year old's gonna come and start ranch, you know, wrenching on the door handle and going, Yeah, Daddy, I need blah 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 blah. I'm like, go ask your mom. Yeah, but yeah. That's like yeah. but that's like your that's your your space. That's your your uninterrupted. I have no one to tell me or ask me like you know, why I'm on my phone or what I'm doing, or can I help with this? I can be in there uninterrupted and just let my mind wander for 15, 20, sometimes 30 minutes, just depending on how long the blood flow lasts. <laughs> <laughs> I and, average, yeah, I average right. 15. Like, realistic, yeah. it's a 15. It's a 15. So yeah, it depends on the day. If it's nap time, you might be able to squeeze in like a 20, 25 minutes before your legs fall asleep. <laughs> I heard. I don't know how true it is. I remember reading one. You said you like researching. I heard that like taking long poops is like not healthy for you. I I it don't know. Like isn't. I'm sure there's I don't some know what sort the ramifications of lower intestine are. impact something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But to my, I, I I've heard it somewhere. Like it's not healthy. I don't know if that was just BS or what. But how, do you do do you do squatty potty? Yeah. I heard that like puts I'm, you in a really. I, we got the whole you, setup, man. Tell me about the this bidet. Setup. Tell me about the bidet. So. So we have two different ones. We have two different two different setups. So in one bathroom we have, uh, I think it's called the Tush or the Tushy or whatever it's called. That's like one mm-hmm. of the original ones. So they're all they're attachments. They're not like you know we're not going out and buying like an actual bidet or like right. I really tried to convince my wife for a while that I needed to buy one of the super nice Japanese toilets. Dude, have you ever seen I, those? They're, they're like twenty six hundred dollars, and they're like no, oh yeah. My God. They're, they're heated. They have lights. Oh. They like play music. Oh, <laughs> like they'll dude. play like soothing sounds. Oh, I love I, it. I, I need really it. Really want one. It's an <laughs> unbelievably unnecessary expense, but I really want one. Dude, that's one of those um, luxury things. Yeah, people people have like well, yeah, wish so, lists and stuff. That's that's it. Oh, that's on there. I I actually wanted to see if I could add one to the registry for the baby to have people like contribute to it. So that I didn't have to pay for the whole thing by myself. You know, they do like diaper funds. Dude. Like, you, yeah. like I need oh, yeah. a Japanese toilet fund. Dude, you know what? So, I remember as, as a content creator, I wonder if I could like find a brand and be like, listen, do a review on listen, the channel. I'd love and- to review. <laughs> Let I'd me do love this. to review. Look, dads spend a lot of time on the toilet. Like, I really need to work with you. Exactly. So, what are your metrics? Like, not good enough, but still, come, not, come on. <laughs> send not me good something. enough for what you want. <laughs> But they um, so the first time we ever used a real bidet was mm-hmm. um, we took a trip to Ireland and France, and so when you go to when you go to Paris or go to France, like they're everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second time was when we flew from uh, we we live in well we lived in North Carolina at the time we live in South Carolina, so we flew out of Charlotte and we flew to um, Indonesia. Well, when you fly to Indonesia, you fly through South Korea, and you get to spend time at the Seoul, uh, the Incheon, I think it's the Incheon uh, International Airport. Mm-hmm. And the, the South Korean toilet experience is unparalleled. But it's the same <laughs> thing. It's like you have super high-tech toilets, but they all have like bidets, and it absolutely changes the, it changes how clean you feel when you get mm. done. Cause it's just like See, you, you like get this nice like water jet experience. Like, I mean, there's no mess, no muss, no fuss. You're ready to go. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you're cutting down on laundry time at that point. <laughs> so, like, okay, so it, my okay, so I've experienced a bidet a couple times in my life, but I was younger, and it was when I was uh, we went and traveled to the Philippines to to see family, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a bidet. And at the time, I was like eight or nine. I don't remember like you know 
too much about the experience, but I remember I sat on a bidet and I didn't. I thought it was the toilet, and when you I the wrong knob. When, yeah, exactly. And then I I got this <laughs> clean feeling, but I didn't know that I thought it was I was having diarrhea or something. I thought like something <laughs> like was <laughs> was amiss. So I didn't know. I was you like, what is this? So it was very jarring, and and then it wasn't until after. So I, you know, I thought it was just weird, but now as I'm older, I you know, now I that I I understand that it's a good thing, you know. So I need to re-experience that. Uh, Enjoy and, the finer and I think things one of these, in life, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. Is the attachment hard to? Uh, was it hard to install or pretty easy? No, super easy. Yeah, it takes. Uh, like, I mean, a few tools. Was it like hundred bucks? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, I don't think it was any more than that. Yeah, I, I think it's worth it to give it a shot. I I, I want to experience awesome. that because I just I don't remember like the full details of it. I just remember like this is weird, and I, I am I having issues? So like, okay, you you get sprayed, it's good, right. but do you still need to like pat it down with like toilet yeah, paper? Yeah, you still, like, you still you... pat dry. You still pat okay, dry. You pat like, dry. You the whole the whole process is much simpler. So we used to be like a wet wipes family, right? Like you always okay, had yeah. you know kept the little Scotts thing on the back of the toilet, the little plastic yeah. bin you always see. Yeah, like. That's when I knew I made it. Like when I was making like good money is when I could like keep wet wipes on the back of the toilet. Like that was a luxury item. <laughs> you, you can tell I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So like the, my idea of luxury is like very simple. But they, uh, oh, So we had like these wet wipes and then we we're like, man, we're spending all this money on these wet wipes. There's got to be a better option. And then, of course, we went to Europe. We went to, you know, we traveled a bunch. We had that experience. And I was like, I have to have this in my house. But yeah, it's straight up. It's just like. You do your business, a little jet of water cleans you off, and then you pat yourself dry, pants up, and away you go. Dude, it, it is a money saver, though. Like, it, you don't have to wipe as much. So, theoretically, you are yeah. saving money on toilet paper, right? Yeah. See, I mean, we're, you know, we do the whole Costco Kirkland giant package of toilet paper, but same. like, it takes us 100. months now to go through that. So, yeah, that's great because I can hear my, like, my wife just, like, just unfurling just like sheets huge rolls of toilet paper i'm like <laughs> not just toilet what paper too, but like paper towels i'm like dude we, why why <laughs> why no you don't need that much so maybe a bidet will help the both of us i don't know but um anyway, on the wet wipes, good investment though, good investment. we uh, we used to do like the we did the what brand was it, it was cottonelle the cottonelle wet wipes mm-hmm. from yeah, costco yeah. we did it for the longest time then at one point a couple of years back there was like a recall of like, hey, you shouldn't use those. I remember like opening one and I was like, oh, this is one of the recalled units. And it, like this weird smell came out of it. I'm like, this is a bacteria. If I use this, is my, what's going to happen? And I remember <laughs> just like, we're just going to happen. Yeah. So we just, we took them back and we never bought them ever since. Uh, so uh, we haven't really been on the, on the wet wipes um, train for a while, but uh you know, maybe we hop back on. Actually, no, we yeah. just get a bidet and yeah, 100% and... worth it. So if you're not going to go full on, like go whole hog, you know, actual real true bidet, then the bidet mm. attachments, I think, are where it's at. I yes. think it's most like economical, yes. most bang for your buck um, kind of version. It's and it's they're super easy to install. Do not word to the wise. Do not test it after you've installed it. Or be very oh, careful. Just, um, yeah. Oh yeah, it'll shoot across the room. Like we we shot like in we have a like a little pantry with like towels and stuff in it. And the door was open, uh-huh. and we just uh-huh. soaked a bunch of towels like across our hallway from this thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, like if your water pressure's high enough, like just be careful. So is there like a knob where you can adjust like the intensity of the wash, or is yes. it just like one set standard? Oh like, no, this it's is fully it? adjustable. Yeah, it's fully okay. adjustable, but it takes a little finesse. It takes a little finesse okay. to okay, get gotcha. your, to find your level. Okay, I, there should be a button. You know, like how when you get into a car and there's like there's like there's the, the like recline for your wi- for your wife, and then you, and and there's a recline for you. Or this is it should why be the I want same a Japanese toilet. This is why because I want a Japanese that. toilet because it has user settings. I can you set want the high seat. PSI. Oh, I can set my <laughs> seat warmth. I can set my music, my mood lighting. I mean, I may never come oh, out man. of the bathroom at that point. If she's mad about Dude. me being in the bathroom for 20 minutes now, like that's hours. Like it's probably got a recline feature on it. There might be some massaging stuff going on. Uh, I'm in. I'm in there. Uh, so, so, so words to any to any word word of a. Uh, Word of caution to any to any wives out there who already don't like the amount of time that their husbands are taking uh, with them with them long poops. Uh, 
Don't get a bidet. Don't get the Japanese setup. It's just going to no, keep you cozy. Not. It will only make it worse. Oh, man. All right. Let's, let's dive into our third question here. Uh, and then uh, we'll get to a game. This third question might be a little testy. Might set some people off, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Laser tag Nerf guns. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a yes. Yeah, I'm a yes. I mean, I, Tell me why. I grew up playing with them. Yep. Um, I personally... It's like with all things, right? With all things, I guess, play weapon based, right? There is, yeah. it's at the end of the day, it's a toy. It's brightly colored. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't, in my mind, resemble a firearm uh, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, exists today. Um, I don't think you're teaching your kids to be violent. I think at that point, you're. It's your responsibility as the parent to set the context of that toy and how it's used right. and what it's for and and all of that. Um, right. and, and you know, I think we we get stuck in not taking enough responsibility for the outcomes of the things that we do. Um, we mm-hmm. think it's the toy or the game or the thing, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you're the one that has to teach the lesson as a parent. And so go. I think laser tag is you know if kids are getting out and they're active and they're running around and they're being you know, physically active, I think that's the most important thing. And if they're having fun doing it, then great. And if that's something that I can join in on and have fun with, I mean, who, you know, kids are frustrating sometimes. Who doesn't want to take them to laser tag and just absolutely whoop up on their kids and some laser tag just to put them in their place? I mean, oh, that's, that's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just fun to do to let out a little bit of frustration in a very oh. safe way. <laughs> Dude, I I'm a, I love laser tag. I uh, I used to work for a place that had, like had laser tag in like um, in the facility. It had like bowling and billiards and laser tag and stuff like that. And uh, you get in some rounds of laser tag and it's, it's good cardio. But um, back to the question at hand, I I fall into the same camp as you, and, and I fully get it, especially in today's America where you know we've got so right. many you know right. issues with you know gun this and it's it's just it's hard we just had a mass shooting a couple days ago or yesterday yeah uh, for a chinese uh, lunar new year it's just it's devastating to hear these things um my, my wife I, it was uh maybe a year or two ago we, we never really even introduced nerf guns uh at all uh and until like we got one as like a like a white elephant or something like that and started playing with it mm-hmm. and my wife like for the first line vo- voiced her opinion she was like you know i don't really feel comfortable with henry playing that i was like it's just it's just a toy i i, I played with it too i what's what's the problem with it and it was like for the first time i was like oh uh, yeah like guns and and trigger games and okay 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 i get it i get it uh but in really thinking about it and and after a while i, I initially i was like okay sure we, we won't let him play with it uh that's fine but then you know it we we you know for like birthdays and stuff like that he'll come home with like nerf guns and yeah. over time we just started playing with them and shooting and, and 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 it's fun but to your point it is our responsibility to you know with that exposure comes the education as an opportunity right. for us to talk and speak up about it because i i don't necessarily think that you know it's going to lead to a negative outcome if anything it gives us the opportunity to talk about whatever it is that you know it gives us teaching moments right um there's, and there's so you know, many I, there's so many things in parenting that just open up an opportunity. Like you talked about the DeMar Hamlin situation, right? Where yeah, yeah. you're navigating. Yeah. And, and I think as parents, like we, we navigate these situations and, and the reality is nobody knows what they're doing. Like no one knows exactly how that conversation is going to go. And it's yeah. generally going to be challenging. Like you're really yeah. going to have to think about what your values are and how to mm-hmm. translate that to a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, whatever it is. And whether that's around, you know, firearms or sports or um, yeah. violent video games or any of that, like you as the parent, it's your job to to set that example and to have those conversations that are generally going to be uncomfortable or that you don't yeah. really know how to approach it. And I think yeah. that's why it's important to to talk to other parents too and say like, you know, we're thinking about X, Y, or Z. How did you handle it? Has this come up with you? Um, just mm-hmm. to see if you can find, you know, perspective that you understand, a, a lens to look at it or to interpret it for your kids. Because that's our, our, it's our entire job is to to guide them 
through difficult situations and not saying yeah. that Nerf guns create a difficult situation, but it does, like mm -hmm. you said, open up the opportunity for conversation. Right. And I think there is value in like the exposure to it, you know, and, and being around it and saying like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, just giving them context as to, you know, what it is. I, I think that goes for, you know, like, you know, sex too, or, or, or like mm -hmm. drugs, you know, like when, when I was a kid, and I grew up in like a, like a, a really like kind of conservative Christian home. Right. And mm -hmm. it, what was hard about that. Is, and my mom was like Latin, you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and she in particular was just, you know, like really tried to like, you know, limit what I was exposed to, which I, you know, as a, as any parent, you want to, you want to protect your kid, but to right. s in some ways it's like a disservice because like, you know, they need to be exposed to certain things and, you know, sex being one of them, the one, I feel like the ones who are like, addicted to porn and like have these unrealistic mm -hmm. expectations of like what sex is, is are the ones who were sheltered from it so much and 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 their parents didn't give them the opportunity to like right really learn about it or explore that you know right. and, and and this is a really testy hard thing and um you know I, i'm sure this is going to open up a lot of debate but i i think exposure to things and you know like this kind of goes beyond just transcends just the topic of like Nerf guns and laser tag topics like, like, yeah, like sex and drugs and, you know, illnesses yeah. and disabilities. I don't well, know. just things that are you, very hard you to talk about. give your kids an opportunity. Yeah. You give your kids an opportunity to ask questions and to, to get your opinion yeah. and to also yeah. understand the context of it, to understand that, like, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we're all parents. If we yeah. have kids, we know how they got here. Like yeah. it's no secret, like how your kids came into this world. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's something that needs to be understood that needs to be talked about because as you said, you know, I look back at like my college years and the kids that, that flunked out that like partied too hard, that just could not handle being away from home were the kids mm -hmm. that had incredibly strict boundaries at home. Um, that, you know, they, that. they didn't have any exposure. They didn't have, um, they didn't talk about it. They, their parents maybe pretended that certain things didn't exist. Yeah. My mom um, deflected a lot. Home. Yeah. My mom yeah, deflected, they would deflect a lot. and avoid. And that yeah. leads to just not knowing how to handle yourself in those challenging situations. And that's again, right. the, whether it's the conversation about DeMar Hamlin, the conversation about firearms or sex or drugs or whatever, if you're avoiding those conversations, your kid's going to find out about it somehow. And if you're mm -hmm. not the one leading them through that conversation, then you've done them a disservice. There, I don't think you could, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That right there is 100% what I wish I could have articulated. <laughs> but you nailed it. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of our take on that. If you're if you're watching on YouTube, uh, feel free to use that comment section to voice you know your thoughts, your opinions on this. And you know, if we're wrong, we have bad takes. That's fine. This is how we learn. This is how we, as a community of dads, as parents, uh, learn uh, and and get to understand different perspectives. Uh, that's that's kind of the whole point of this. So, uh, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and leave us a comment. Uh, and if you are listening on uh, on Spotify or wherever you uh, get your podcast, uh, leave us a good review. We'd really appreciate that, especially since we're starting out here. Uh, Ben, let's round this out with, uh, with a little game. All right. So yeah. a game that we, I've seen a lot, a lot of podcasts do this. Uh, other people do this are they, they do like fantasy drafts. They do fantasy drafts of, of things that aren't just football players or basketball players. They, they, they draft all types of things. My wife, we've been doing this game of ours since like 2015. We put polls up on, on Instagram. Uh, we, we, you know, we pick, uh, certain things and we have people vote on it and we're going to bring that game here. So we are going to draft Excited. our top three cereals, right? And this game, we're just going to call this game top three. And we're going to pick the top three cereals. But here's the thing, Ben. I, so leading up to this podcast, you knew what we were going to draft. Uh, and, and you may have done some research. But here's the thing. When we play, you are not, not allowed to look at the internet. There's a computer right in front of you. Don't use it. Only right. the noggin. Only use the noggin. Hands off. So hands off the mouse. And we're going to go ahead and draft uh, the, the top three three cereals and then you the voters will let us know who has better taste in cereal so um <laughs> ben do you uh i figured if you know if you go first this time i'll go first next time or if i go or, or vice versa all right what do you want you want pick one or you want pick two what are you gonna do because I'll, there is I'll a clear 101 one. there is a clear one okay i'll let you i'll let you take Ooh, pick one okay next next pick uh there is a clear one let's see if you're a smart man <laughs> but uh you go I'm ahead gonna... and draft your first Tell me. Yeah, pick one. 
I'm gonna go. Ooh, it's a t- I've got I've got two in my top that I know. <laughs> One is delicious and sticks in my teeth. The other destroys the roof of my mouth. Mm, I know where you're going. All right, you know what? I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Captain Crunch, number oh. one. <laughs> you went for the roof number destroyer. one overall pick, Captain. Yeah, the roof destroyer. Dude, and I don't even right. care what variation of Captain Crunch. I'll take any of them. Oops, Oops all, all berries. berries. Oops, oh, all berries all so the way. That is so delicious, man. By the way, I, I'll say that's a good fun pick. fact. Fun fact: If you eat an mm. entire box of those in a day, it will change the color of your poop, and you'll think you're dying. You are absolutely happened, right. Happened I, to me. It, happened to me when it, I was a kid. <laughs> There was like this blue dye. I think did it go yeah. green on you? Yeah, it turned it went, like green I think it went and green. purple. And I had yeah. I called my mom like crying because I thought I was dying. <laughs> I thought there was something seriously wrong with me. But just yeah, just oh, man. enjoy them. Don't eat the whole box in a day. You're gonna be like on the phone with the gastro, being like, "Listen, is this normal? Is there... <laughs> this blue hey, look, dye? Look, I'm gonna send you this picture. <laughs> is this normal? Oh, all right. So that okay. So I think that's a good pick. It wasn't my 101. It wasn't my my first pick, mm. but I'll acknowledge that it was a good pick. All right, my pick. Right. I'm interested to see your. First so wait, re- real quick. So are we doing a snake draft where you go, then I go, then I go again, and then no, no, no. We should just go back and forth. Back no, and we'll forth. just we'll That's, go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. Okay, okay. So first one off the board is uh, Captain Crunch. Can't draft that, but what I am going to draft is CTC Cinnamon Toast Crunch. For me, Ooh. is uh, is is my favorite right there. General Mills. Cinnamon, sugar, I don't think anyone can go wrong with that. I don't know if that's on your radar, but uh, it's definitely one on my list. It's in there. That's a good one. That's a real good one. I, f- I, I almost forgot about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I haven't had that in so long. We don't, I you know, we're, we're, uh, <laughs> we're less households. We don't keep a ton of sugary cereal around. Yeah, we're, like, we're more on that coffee we just have, train. We really have no control. <laughs> it's yeah. more that we have no self-control. Like, I will eat yeah. the whole thing in a go. Well, in dude, like one you know what days. I do? So, so like, there's some times where I'm like, you know, I, I, you know, after, after dinner, I'll love a dessert, but I won't do like cookies or Oreos or whatever, whatever's in our pantry. I'll just do cereal sometimes where it's mm-hmm. like, it's a good little dessert. So I don't know if you've ever done that, but like, I'll totally eat cereal as like a dessert sometimes. It's real solid. So, and, and I'll, real and I'll, I'll reach for CTs. The, wait, now here's the thing. I will make a disclaimer. A lot of the things that we're going to be drafting. I won't like say that these are always in our pantry because they're not because we try not to give our kids so much. And also our right. my, my kids actually like dry cereal. They don't like cereal with milk. They like it dry. I'm like, you guys are freaks. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but for the most part, like we either have Kashi or like we use like love crunch, which granola is not a cereal. Mm-hmm. We're not drafting granola. Right. Uh, no, granola I feel like that's what's no, no, it's, it's its own different category that I feel like that's, what's more in our pantry nowadays. But um you know, if we were to stock uh, our, our our pantry with with more cereal, CTC would be in there for sure. All right, pick 100%. number two. All right, I'm gonna have to go the OG. Got to eat it fast before it turns into just a soggy, mushy, cardboardy mess. The one, the only Frosted Flakes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. So like, I feel like that was like the OG sugar candy or sugar cereal for me. And I was like, Mm -hmm. and it's good. It's, it's still really, they're great. Right. So uh, they're legit. Uh, I think I, uh, I like discovered other sugary cereals after, but that like, that was like the first one that I was exposed to. Uh, I think it's holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. I was, I was a sugary cereal virgin and that's what, that was my first, you know? So uh yeah definitely uh a special relationship there with uh with frosted flakes i think it's a classic i don't know does it crack my top five i don't know it's good though i'll acknowledge that it's Mm. i i i'm gonna go off the deep end here well i don't know i'm going tricks tricks is my second pick i the the tricks with the shapes i i I like tricks uh Uh, it doesn't round ones not just the round ones no i like it when they're, they're like the little flower shape i like all that stuff that's uh that's <laughs> i don't like, know you it's, like a little you like a little interest while you're eating your cereal yeah you know, you're not variants, just there for the flavor you're there for the experience the textures i want all the weird stuff in my mouth so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i went uh i went uh ctc and tricks one and two on your end you've got uh captain crunch and frosted flakes how are you gonna round it out 
Pick number three. Oh, um, you know, one I used to eat all the time, all the time. And this was like my, like none of my friends ate this, but banana nut crunch back in the day. I, I don't like know that I've had my that. Absolute it- favorite cereals. I, so I love, I, I love banana bread because my mom used to make it for me all the time. Like whenever the bananas were like, right, we get a fresh uh-huh. loaf of banana. Uh, but so banana nut crunch was kind of like eating banana bread, but in a really? cereal form. Oh, I would crush <laughs> banana nut crunch. So it's, I, like, so I, so it's supposed to be like a somewhat healthy cereal because there's like granola in it and whole grains mm. and stuff. I don't know. They advertise yeah. it as healthy. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. sweetened with honey or whatever it yeah. is. But yeah, it was, um, that was one of my tops. So one thing that I learned. So uh, apparently corn is one of like the only like foods out there like that creates more like fat cells uh to my understanding which is why they like feed cow like cow feed is like made of corn uh and and and, so exactly but like corn is like horrible for you if you like read into like what corn like corn is horrible for you so any sort of like corn based cereals like and as i've gotten older i'm like you know what i probably should i should go for more like whole wheat healthy you know sure no no corn derived anything you know that's just but no for the sake of this draft f that no 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 no. i want all the corn fake i want all of it and (laughs) so i don't know if the ones that actually i've drafted so far are corn i think cam crunch is is a corn derivative i think i I feel like it is i know corn puffs are like you know it's something um it's gotta it's gotta have corn in it it's something that i've like corn has a lot of corn syrup uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's, oh, man. The things that we do for our kids, but then the things that we do for ourselves, you know, it's like, do as I say, not as I do, you know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, pick, no, so uh, run run through your list again. Uh, Captain Crunch at number one, Frosted Flakes at number two, Banana Nut Crunch at number three. All right. I want Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Tricks. Number three, I, you know, I have some honorable mentions. Like, I have always loved the texture of, like, Chex and life cereal i like that that thin wafery Ooh, yeah I, the lightly I, sweetened real crispy. yeah that is pretty good. yeah i got a thing for that I, I think it's cool uh it, it's not gonna i don't think i'm gonna pick that i you know i'm gonna go for something chocolatey i, I think i'm gonna go you know there's you know, i could go count chocula i can go like the chocolate the chocolatey pebbles Ch- what what are those ones there's like pe- what are the the pebble, the chocolate pebble ones, they're cocoa pebbles, cocoa the, pebbles. Well, there's there's cocoa, cocoa pebbles. Pe- are they cocoa? There's cocoa puffs, and there's also the cocoa pebbles. There's I cocoa think. puffs, fruity pebbles, and I think cocoa pebbles. Okay, I I want the the chocolate pebbles, the cocoa uh, the pebble. I'm gonna well, what texture wise? Yeah. What do you like? Do you like do you like more the, the round cocoa puffs, or do you like the, like the, the fruity pebble small small? No, I'm I, I think I'm like a flaky cereal kind of guy because I, you know, I kind of like that you too. bring up fruity pebbles like fruity pebbles is up there for me like that's oh, a, it's that's a real good one because see, it's, a, it's something about the like borderline sandy texture while you're eating it that's yeah yeah you gotta eat it fast, appealing. there's something about it that's like yeah i don't know if it's nostalgia <laughs> or what it is because like it, it's not good like the mouthfeel isn't good just like it's, captain crunch it doesn't feel good and it actually kind of hurts to eat a but little that's bit. You're kind right. of the appeal too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the a micro relationship. I feel like the micro scratches, like they don't. I don't like feel them as it's happening. It's like a, a couple minutes after I'm mm-hmm. done, where I'm like, "Ooh, something's amiss. Something's <laughs> burning." You know what yeah. is that? Oh, so. oh, I can I can feel shreds of skin hanging off the roof of my mouth. <laughs> for real, for real. And then like, <laughs> all right. So yeah, I I think. I'm kind of that similar texture profile, texture preference. So I think my, with my final pick, I'm going to go with those with those cocoa pebbles, uh, if that's what they're called. <laughs> uh, so there you have it, guys. You guys go ahead and vote. Who, who, who drafted better, me or Ben? You guys let us know in the comments on the YouTube section. Uh, I should probably post this poll on on Instagram too. Uh, so you know what? I as I, we're, we're going to go ahead and sign off here. Uh, here in a moment and uh, i'll let you know where where we can find us but um you know j- just closing thoughts you know this is our first go that we're we're, we're kind of new to the whole podcasting thing so uh you know let us know how we did uh we hope that you enjoyed this and and you 
come along for the ride because uh, I think it's going to be fun creating this kind of content uh, that's just, you know, us chatting as dads, uh, but also maybe highlighting some topics that uh, might be a little bit harder down the road. So um, uh, if, if you want, you can find me on Instagram at dad underscore verb. You can also find me on YouTube as dad verb. Uh, ben, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. M-R underscore McKenzie, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. Um, or you can find me at YouTube.com slash Benjamin McKenzie. So you can find my channel there. Check out all my video content, all that fun stuff, all the dad stuff. We're making more and more as much as I possibly can with two kids. But, you know, I say I upload regularly. I upload whenever I can. <laughs> We're, we're going to try to keep this uh, regular. You know, we're, we're shooting right now after the kids went down. So, you know, we're, we're going to try to keep it consistent. Uh, but, uh, you know, no promises. But uh, we, we hope to uh, that this will just be episode one of many, many more to come. So thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.